Today is the Feast of All Saints. It's the Sunday when we commemorate all of God's saints, the famous ones along with the ones whose blessings are known to just a few. It's also the day, once a year, when I get to tell my cheesy dad joke. You see, there's St. John's Church just up the street on 7th Avenue, on St. John's Place between 6th and 7th Avenue. And it's a great place if you've never been. Our friends at San Andres in Sunset Park have a fantastic saint of their own. And you might know about the Church of St. Luke and St. Matthew in Clinton Hill. I mean, they have two whole saints in the name of their church. But do you know where you never have to pick and choose your saints? It's right here at All Saints, because we've got them all. Part of your sainthood is the polite laughter you offer when I tell that joke once a year. But let me tell you, I actually went to the installation of my dear friend as the rector of All Saints Church in Austin. And I started out my sermon because I was invited to preach with that very joke. And I have to tell you, those folks are really corny because it brought the house down. (laughs) But you know, sainthood isn't a joke. It's at the heart of our Christian faith. Sainthood isn't a title reserved for just a blessed few. It's the fruit of our faith. Jesus calls you to sainthood. That's right, you. Maybe you knew that already, and if so, today is a chance for you to renew your commitment to your own path of sainthood. But maybe the idea that you are called to sainthood is something you haven't heard before. It might sound a little scary or strange if that's the case, but it's true. It's written all over our scripture and confirmed by generations of holy people that came before us. Our path in life is the path of sainthood. That path is going to look different for each and every one of us because God created each of us to be different in different circumstances. But make no doubt about it, you too are called to sainthood. But this morning, I don't just want to talk about our individual calls to sainthood, as important as that is. I want to talk about what it means to belong to a group of saints, about the power of a group of people committed to their personal and collective sainthood. In the gospel text assigned for this Feast of All Saints, we hear Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. This is his vision of sainthood. And he tells us that vision in the form of what we call the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the hungry. Blessed are those who mourn, those who are excluded or hated for his sake. And then he offers some instructions for would-be saints. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless the ones who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. And it all comes down to this. Do to others as you would have them do to you. This is spiritual wisdom and instruction coming directly from Jesus to you. If you want to be a saint, do to others as you would have done to you. 
And when you read the Beatitudes, it sounds like Jesus is talking directly to you, sitting right there in the pew or sitting with your Bible open in the morning over a cup of coffee. Do to others as you would have done to you. But here's the thing. When Jesus first declared the Beatitudes, he wasn't talking to one person. He was talking to a huge crowd. His followers had gathered to listen to him talk. And the text says that people had come from all over just to hear him talk and to be cured from their diseases. So there was something in these words that healed them, but not just their own individual sicknesses. Rather, they were all healed together. The Beatitudes took that group of people and transformed them into one body of saints. The Beatitudes are not a personal tutorial on sainthood. They are meant for a group. Specifically, they are meant for the group of people who proclaim faith in Jesus Christ. So when we celebrate the Feast of All Saints at All Saints Church, we're rejoicing in the blessedness of this sacred community. Scripture uses phrases like the fellowship of the saints and the great cloud of witnesses. And that's because sainthood isn't a solo venture. It's a collective event. Your sainthood contributes to the saintliness of the fellowship. And the fellowship, in turn, enfolds you in its own saintliness. You know, there's some amazing news to be heard in this message of collective sainthood. We live in a highly individualistic society. And American religion reflects that fact. The loudest Christian voices talk about your personal relationship with Jesus or your personal salvation. The burden is on you to say your prayers, to read your Bible, to confess your sins. And these are all excellent spiritual practices. But in reality, they are just constituent parts of a much larger spiritual reality that contains all God's people. God's kingdom cannot be realized simply by your personal salvation. Your sainthood is a beautiful and precious puzzle piece. But when all of the pieces come together, it's only then when the true glory of God is revealed. Look around you this morning, whether you're here in person or online. If you're here for the first time and don't know anyone, or if you've been worshiping in this place for decades, these people here gathered present are your fellow saints. And together, we make up the body of Christ, that wonderful and sacred mystery. Your sainthood is not yours alone. It is intimately connected to theirs. I'd like to tell you an example of collective sainthood here at All Saints. You might remember that after the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan last summer, many members of our community watched in horror, and they wanted to do something. It seemed as if the Holy Spirit was stirring something up among us. Conversations in the garden quickly turned into forums and research. 
And within a few short months, a group had organized and was ready to resettle an Afghan refugee family in New York City. We now call this group Brooklyn Neighbors for Refugees. What amazes me about this group is the breadth of participation of its members. There are people who come to church every Sunday and people who wouldn't call themselves religious but believe in this ministry anyway. We partner with our friends at Christ Church, Cobble Hill. They've got a pretty good saying. And members of other area parishes. And the thing is that there's absolutely no way that one person could do this ministry on their own. Anyone involved in this work will tell you that. There's simply too much to do. So we work in small groups to look after things involving the family, like housing, education, and health care. There are many other people who wanted to join the effort, but simply don't have the time to be involved in that way. And so they gave money. We raised over $35,000 and recently received a grant from Episcopal Ministries of Long Island of $20,000 to settle yet another refugee family. Now, anyone involved in Brooklyn Neighbors for Refugees will tell you that it has been a messy and sometimes difficult process. As they say, we built the plane while it was flying. But in a certain sense, that's what sainthood looks like. You don't walk forward with a clear plan and a path towards the goal. Rather, you grope forward, trusting in God's graciousness and faith for your path of sainthood. And in the end, we accomplished the goal that the Holy Spirit had set for us. We brought two young adults and a newborn child from a situation of impossible violence and possible death into a new life. And the passage to new life is the Christian story. So this was the work of the saints of Christ. All Saints Church transformed the life of a family that was fleeing war and violence. But this is just one story of how our collective sainthood makes this world look and feel more like the world that Jesus talks about. People come here to be inspired, lifted up, and spiritually nourished. In the depths of the pandemic, this church stood as a beacon of hope in a dark time, a place that people could look to for just a little bit of God's light. And as we continue to regather, people are being reminded of what a central role this place plays in their lives. We are welcoming a steady stream of newcomers who are discovering the amazing feeling of belonging to a community of saints. That draw is irresistible. And it exists because God is working through this place to equip and empower each one of us in our sainthood. We are currently celebrating the All Saints Church 2023 Stewardship Campaign. The Stewardship Campaign is so much more than a fundraiser. It's a time set aside for us to reaffirm what really matters in our lives, to examine our relationship with material things, and to make a plan for the collective sainthood of this place in the coming year. This year's stewardship theme is return, rebuild, replenish. We are in a period after the pandemic of doing all these things. 
And it's an exciting time when we are able to rebuild this church around the vision that Jesus sets out for us all. There are so many exciting ways to build up the saints at All Saints. Following this service, we will have a ministry fair downstairs in the forum room. And it's a chance for you to learn about ways that you can make a difference. If you go there and you see a ministry that you think God is calling this place to do but isn't there, then perhaps God is calling you to that ministry. I also invite you to consider the material contribution that you will make to the collective work of the saints next year. When we give our first fruits to God's work, they get combined and mixed together with everyone else's offering. And the result is something beautiful and life-giving. It's this place. There's no one person who could bring this place into being or to fund everything that God needs for this ministry. And no one person's contribution matters more than another's. The amount of your gift is a matter between you and God. In this coming year, I will tithe, which means I will give the church 10% of my salary before taxes. I feel blessed that I am able to tithe, and that's why I share that with you, to celebrate the graciousness of God in my life. When I write those checks, rather than lamenting the money I'm giving over or thinking what I could have bought with it, I say a prayer of thanksgiving for the abundance in my life. And there's no way you can put a dollar sign on that. The spiritual practice of tithing keeps me mindful of my sainthood and the sainthood of this church. And this is why we say that our stewardship campaign is a celebration. It's a celebration of the richness of our lives and a pledge to give to God what is rightfully God's. You know, one of the main things that Jesus talks about in the gospel is he challenges us to our relationship with money. He does it over and over and over again. You may have heard the statistic that Jesus says the word money ten times more than he says the word prayer. And that's for a good reason. He knows that when the rubber hits the road, if you do an actual accounting of your relationship with God, it can be expressed less in words and more in what you do with your money. Oftentimes we look to the example of Eastern religious traditions to give us wisdom and insight into our relationship with material things, but in reality it's all right there in the gospel. And Jesus is very clear. You cannot serve God and money. Do not store up your treasure on earth where moth and rust corrupt, but rather store up your treasure in heaven. Folks, no one is going to take all of our material possessions with us. They simply pass through us in this life like grains of sand passing through your hand. They are illusion. What is reality? is what you do with the resources entrusted to you by God. In the next few days, you'll receive a pledge card in the mail. If you're not on our mailing list or you don't like snail mail, you can see a digital pledge card at allsaintsparkslope.org giving. I ask that you sit with this card as a part of your exercise of sainthood. Pray 
and meditate on what God has given you and what you are being called to pass back to God's work. In two weeks' time, on September 20th, Harvest Sunday, we will collect and bless our pledges and consecrate these promises to God's work. It's a joyous and spirit-filled moment, and I don't want you to miss out on it. The stewardship co-chairs and I are always happy to answer any questions you have about pledging or how money is used to bring about God's kingdom here at All Saints. But the main point of this entire exercise is for us to give a concrete affirmation of the collective sainthood of this place. Saints of God, by God's power, together we can accomplish so much more than we could ever ask or imagine on our own. We can only do this together. You will discover your path of sainthood, not just in your individual prayers, but in the holy words on the lips of the people here in this place. Glory to God in the lives of the saints, and thanks be to God for the sainthood of this God's church. Amen.